And now, on location from Burrowing Owl Estate Winery, it's BC Food and Wine Radio and the Great Escape. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Welcome to our Okanagan Valley Oliver Soyuz Grape Escape. We're live at Burrowing Owl Estate Winery. And a big shout out to our listeners across the province on CFAX 1070 in Victoria and uh, BNN Bloomberg 1410 back in Vancouver. Our guest is Chef Lee Humphreys. He's the culinary director of the Sonora Room restaurant at Brewing Owl. Chef, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, it's great to have you. I always like to start with the style. Or If, if people haven't eaten here before at the Sonora Room, what would you tell them they're in, uh, in for? Well, we're, we're very much a farm-to-table sort of cuisine here. Um, we like to serve recognizable food with a little bit of a modern twist to it. Yeah. Um, you know, you could have dishes like a cockavan or something like that, but then we would totally change that up. Um, so when you're reading it on a menu, you would actually read it, and it would sound great and recognizable. Uh, and then we twist it with local ingredients and uh, using the supplies we have in town. Yeah, and no doubt you have access to quite a number of suppliers now in the Okanagan. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the preseason is always a little bit of challenging. Uh, we use a lot of uh, overwinter product uh, from our local um, uh, suppliers and farmers. But as the season begins to ramp up now, then uh, we're getting all our salad greens, uh, some forged uh, bits and pieces. We've got our mushroom cultivator guy in Summerland up and running. Um, yeah, there's a ton of products that are coming in, and it's really now becoming the exciting part of the season. Mm. And is it is it fun to be at a winery too, like to have the product, the wine products mostly that uh, you're going to serve with the food and to work with those? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's pretty awesome. Like uh, obviously we have uh, a huge library of wine that go back here a little bit, and uh, with the people around us, Steve and our restaurant manager Jeremy, it's really fun to actually start pairing food with the wine opposed to the wine with the food yeah. so we get to try a little bit of it we get to pick up on the notes and kind of um, um do our best to pair the wine to the food to support the wine so what are you offering now in 2022 you're ready to open up uh, uh, i think a bit wider for the public so <laughs> is there two different menus like lunch dinner what, what's yeah what's for sure we, here? we've got a few things on the go um uh, the pre-season we offer a prefix for dinner um obviously we're open for lunch and dinner at the moment um lunch is very approachable easy menu in and out grab some wine do a wine tasting next door uh, dinner's a little bit more on the fine dining side um and the prefix is uh, a 62 dollar menu three course set um, that we change up weekly and try to attract some of the local customers in 62 sounds like a quite a bargain to me it's a bit of a you, of a you don't get that in vancouver i know right maybe <laughs> for a main course yeah maybe uh well we're sitting inside the restaurant but you've got plenty of seating outside and inside so is it hard to get a seat how to how, what's the best way for people to approach it can should they drop by or should they get a reso what, what do you think you know we always encourage reservations obviously um you know, if you can pre-book and uh, solidify your spot, then that's great. Uh, obviously, with the patio, the the weather is ever changing up here in the Okanagan. It could be beautifully sunny, but blowing 50 kilometer uh, winds, and therefore the patio might be closed one day. Uh, but we do our best to accommodate as many resos as we can. But uh, if you if you pre-book, then we'll try to get you out there. Chef, 
Great to uh, hear from you. <laughs> I know you you got a lot on the go and you got to run, but it's uh, it's fun to hear that you're going to open up. Uh, you're open now. Can maybe let's just give out the the days that you're open at the moment. Up, up yeah, through the early yeah. Right May. now we are. Oh, we are. What is it? Thursday to Monday, lunch and dinner. We're closed Tuesdays and Wednesdays currently at the moment. Up to May, uh, with uh, our plan of operation is to go to seven days a week. Um, as we begin to bring on our culinary team and our service team, uh, we'll see how it kind of rounds out and where we're at for hours. But uh, the goal is seven days a week, lunch and dinner, and uh, have a great, great summer. Chef Lee Humphreys, thanks for joining us today on the show. It's great to catch up. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Our guest has been Chef Lee Humphreys. He's the culinary director of the Sonora Room at Burring Owl Estate Winery. Uh, up next, co-founding proprietor Midge Weiss and Steve Newman, brand ambassador, join us as we continue our show at Burring Owl Estate. This is BC Food & Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food & Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Discover the good life right in your own backyard. Destination? The Watermark Beach Resort in beautiful Asuyus. Featuring spectacular views of Asuyus Lake, walking distance to shops, plus dining at the Watermark's very own 15 Park Bistro. And make sure to book your spring and summer travel now to avoid disappointment at the South Okanagan Resort that defines easy living. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com for full details and keep up to date on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Refreshing, relaxing, romantic. Get away to Therapy Vineyards and stay at their modern, comfortable, and spacious boutique inn. Experience your moment of awe from the balcony of your room while taking in the panoramic views of the vineyards and Okanagan Lake. Capture the essence of the grape-growing season while luxuriating at your home base for wine tours. Oh, and did we mention award-winning wines? Book your relaxing retreat or perfect couples getaway today at therapyvineyards.com. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like Remax. Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax, with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at YourSouthOkanaganHome.com. Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant are ready for spring. Featuring new exciting spring wine releases in the wine shop, along with delicious promotions in the Modest Butcher. Enjoy Burger and Blau Mondays, Tommy and Tannen Tuesdays, Happy Hour seven days a week, as well as the Modest Sunday Brunch, where sweatpants and sunglasses are encouraged. Spring is the thing at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant in West Kelowna. Now... Back to BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Burwing Owl Estate Winery. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Don't show up, don't come out, don't start caring about me now. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. And uh, we're on our latest road show. It's our Oliver Asuyu's Grape Escape, and we're live from Burwing Owl Estate Winery on the Black Sage Bench with just an incredible view in almost any direction you look at here. Uh, believe me, you want to get a seat on the patio here and have lunch or dinner just to uh, check out the view. Uh, not to mention drink the wines. Midge Weiss, uh, co-proprietor, is here with us along with Steve Newman. He's the brand ambassador. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks. Great to see you, Midge. Uh, you look uh, relaxed. Uh, <laughs> 
it must be fun to look to see what you've done over the years now. It is. It is fun, Tony. You know, we have never tired of it. And you mentioned the beautiful view. We never tire of this view. We walk the vineyard a lot, yeah. um, especially at this time of the year. And uh, we never tire of it. No, it's gorgeous. I, I can see that you wouldn't. Uh, and it's so natural. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I have the privilege to travel a lot around wine world. And really, there are very few places that look like uh, the South Okanagan. Yeah. Very I, few. Spectacular. I, I agree. Uh, okay, uh, Steve, well, why don't we talk about some of the amenities here that people... Uh, let's start with the tasting room. Everybody uh, at COVID had different kind of programs and plans. What what happens in your tasting room at the moment? What can people do? Um, well, first off, I mean, uh, to avoid any sort of disappointment for anybody who's planning on coming, it's, it's quite important to uh, to book online. Okay. And, and that goes with, uh, with many of the experiences that we have on offer. Right. Um, but we have some excellent, uh, a, a fantastic team in the wine shop ready to welcome all guests who do come. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is that these are 25-minute tastings, uh, $5 per taster, with all of that money going to the Burrowing Owl Conservation Society of BC. Right, to save the owls. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And uh, burrowingowl.ca would be uh, the, the website to head to. to, to Burrowingowlwine.ca, yeah. yeah. Now, Midge, right behind the tasting room is a, a number of rooms, the inn. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. It's such a special place, and it's kind of like a hidden gem for, for many people to discover. It is. Uh, you know, when we travel, we love staying at a place like this. We like to be in the country. Uh, we love wine country. And when we first opened the winery, people used to um, contact me and say, can you, can you, Where can we can stay? you recommend a nice <laughs> place to stay? <laughs> And there are, you know, there are lots of nice, and there were lots of nice places, but nothing really special. People were looking for something special. So, mm-hmm. and we had that space there. We had, as you know, the, the water uh, reservoir had, yep. to, had to be uh, developed. And so we put it in the shape of a swimming pool. And we did always intend to, to build the, the guest house, which opened in 2007. But people love it here. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's peaceful. Uh, I always say we offer a zen-like experience. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's so quiet at yeah. night. Like it's it is. For people that live in the city like me, it's incredible. to. It's almost impossible to sleep. It's so quiet. <laughs> if that although, makes any sense. Well, although I have to be honest, we've had to turn a wind machine on. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, the odd night. But we, um, we always provide uh, earplugs uh, if we think that might be happening. And mm-hmm. it happens about twice a year. And people are very understanding. Uh, one of our guests the other day said he found it soothing. <laughs> All right. I like that. But it is quiet here at night, yes. Uh, you you bought another winery this year across the way. Uh, some old friends at Wild Goose. Fantastic family. Uh, are you excited about that venture as well? <laughs> That's really been fun. And it's it's been fun working with those people, too. We've got Leslie here today that came from Wild Goose. I'm getting to know um, the staff there. Yeah. They're all terrific people, and I think they're enjoying the association, and we are for sure. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, and Steve, what's happening over there? Like they have the Smoking Oak Bistro, right? Is that that's reopening? Or? That's precisely right. Yeah, so uh, a wonderful barbecue experience, yeah. if you will. Um, so people could come and enjoy the uh, the very generous wines that Wild Goose is is well well known for. You know, just nice bold flavors to go with those wonderful barbecue uh, meats that are um, on offer. You know, mm-hmm. a lovely cheesesteak, uh, brisket, pulled pork, uh, vegetarian options as well. So, I mean, uh, something for everyone. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and of course, they're over in Okanagan Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little different, again, a little different sub-appellation, uh, rockier. It, it's just, it's interesting how these little pockets now are all full of wineries and, and, and uh, being who they are, just the place that they are, which I love so much. Absolutely. The South Okanagan in particular is just super yeah. special, but the Okanagan Valley as a whole uh, just has so much uh, to bring to the table. Yeah. And Wild Goose, I think, you know, one of the things I love about them is the purity of their wine. So the, the, the Riesling is so pure. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a kind of Riesling I would always take to a class and serve to people who, you know, say, if you've never known a Riesling, here is the pure form of it. And, uh, well, I think it's something we do really well in British Columbia. Two restaurants, also uh, amazing, because uh, I don't know if the history, uh, like there are no winery restaurants, there are not very few winery restaurants in California, because mm-hmm. the towns had quite, they were quite well developed and they had mm-hmm. restaurants. Well, why did you open a restaurant too? Was it the same kind of thing as, as the inn, that, uh, uh, not enough places to eat? It, it was. And we've always wanted to offer a full experience here. Yeah. And with the guest house and the restaurant, and of course the tasting room and the vineyards, yeah. um, we wanted people to be able to come and do everything and not have to drive. Um, yeah. You know, so yes, people love to come, stay overnight, have a really lovely dinner mm-hmm. here, and that's a special experience. Now, I've wandered in the vineyards here, but you can actually go down there the, the, into the wetlands area and that. There's a lot of paths. People, like, you know, it's the same old thing. People drive by on the highway at a 70K, and they don't really know what's going on down there. There's a lot of things to do walking around here, both up and down. Well, you know, there there is such a lot to do, and um, bicycling has become really important in the okay. last few years. And now with these e-bikes, I passed a... Uh, an elderly couple, <laughs> as I was coming here today, on their e-bikes, going up the hill, oh. <laughs> looking quite pleased with themselves. Uh. So uh, it's opened it's opened up this this um, beautiful area to people who want to see it yeah. on a bike. I, I thought you were going to say you passed a bunch of young people pedaling on your e-bike uh, when you went by. But no, that, no, that I don't have surprise. I don't have an e-bike. Um, Jim has one. He wants me to get one, but I I kind of yeah. like to go out and get a bit of a workout if I'm on my bike. So. Yeah. Uh, I haven't started sort of traveling on 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 my. Uh, well, you, you look like a picture of health to me. So <laughs> whatever you're doing, I think you should keep up on that. Uh, yeah, maybe it's not being full time at the winery that's uh, <laughs> uh, best for your health. Uh, so what do you see for 2022? Like, th- there's been a lot of uh, stuff going on for the last couple of years. Well, do you think you'll be it'll be a, like a full capacity year in the in the valley, or how how would you? S- how will it differ, do you think? Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of optimism in the air. Yeah. Uh, you know, last year was a bit challenging, of course, um, but 2020 on its own uh, brought so many people to the valley, and I think that's been such a great thing and a carryover mm-hmm. for a year like 2022 where people now understand the beauty that mm-hmm. uh, that is on offer here for people to sort of experience. So, uh, you know, from wine tastings to tours, um, and and restaurants and guest houses, uh, mm-hmm. so many things for people to experience. Okay, between the two of you, I have to ask a question that no one asked you before. Uh, was what is something we don't know about Burrowgal that we could discover here if we, when we came by, that we don't know about this place? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think um, there's there's such a welcoming feeling for people to to come and experience and i think jim and midge really helped create something that uh that made people comfortable 
yeah. to come and visit, you know, and uh, the staff is very accommodating in that sense for new wine drinkers and experienced ones as well. We have a beautiful observation tower uh, connected to the restaurant. So at any point that the Sweet. restaurant is open, yeah. uh, there's always the opportunity to go and check out the sites in the observation tower itself before you go on to do so your tasting. So you walk up another level or two above the winery? Exactly. And you, and you can see the entire valley of north and south? And, and, and go down into the winery itself and peek in on the different levels oh, of wow. the gravity-fed winery that we have here at Burrowing Isle State Winery. That is a fantastic secret to have shared with our listeners. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, we've been talking with uh, Midge Weiss, of course, the uh, co-founder and proprietor here at uh, Burrowing Owl, and Steve Newman, who's the brand ambassador. Really great to catch up with you guys, and thanks so much for hosting uh, the show. Uh, as you know, we're across the province now in 21 cities, so we're oh. really excited to uh, tell the story of uh, BC Wine to our listeners every week, and we've got a lot of them uh, who can't wait to get out to the valley. So thanks for hosting us. Thank you. And if you can't make it out to the valley, you can always go online and order our wines to have them delivered right to your door. Yeah, and that is a a treat as well. (laughs) Thanks so much. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tony. It's a pleasure. We're coming to you today from Burring Isle Estate uh, Winery. It's our annual South Okanagan Oliver Soyuz Grape Escape. That was Midge Weiss, co-founder and proprietor at Burring Isle, and Steve Newman, the wine ambassador here. It's our South Okanagan Grape Escape. Up next, we're joined by Michael Barche and Riley Hollenbach of Barche Brothers Vineyard and Winery. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. It doesn't have to be alcohol to be rock and roll. It just has to be naughty. Bring the party with Naughty from Thompson & Scott. Beautifully crafted, organic, vegan, alcohol-free sparkling wines that have taken the drinks industry by storm. Beautiful bubbles. No alcohol, no compromise. So go ahead, get naughty. You've got nothing to lose but your preconceptions of what alcohol-free can be. Visit softcrush.ca for more details. Hello, this is Anthony Gismondi. This week, our Oliver Soyuz Grape Escape comes to you from Burling Island State Winery. While away, our entire team has had a fabulous stay at our home away from home host, the Watermark Beach Resort in Asuyus. If you're considering a South Okanagan getaway, plan a minimum two-night stay to take in all the area wineries, as well as numerous fun family destinations, including the Ankamit Cultural Center, the World of Miniatures at the Asuyus Desert Model Railroad, or to kayak, canoe, or paddle Skaha or Asuyus Lake. We especially love the Watermark Beach Resort for its family and pet-friendly atmosphere, not to mention the inspiring lake views, numerous walking paths, and sandy beach access. Your kids will spend hours in the large pool area, complete with water slides, while Mum and Dad will delight in the spacious outdoor patio of 15 Park Bistro, the resort restaurant and a must-visit on your stay. The next time you're planning a South Okanagan getaway, consider the Watermark Beach Resort. For details on accommodations, go to watermarkbeachresort.com. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you'll learn to fall in love with winter all over again. Enjoy mountain adventures. Visit almost 100 wineries, craft breweries, cideries, and distilleries, and experience world-class locally sourced restaurants. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing winter getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for updates on weather, highways, health advisories, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. The legend lives on. 
three-finger jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three-Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Now, back to BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Burwing Owl Estate Winery. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, and across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Welcome to our latest on the road show. It's the Oliver Soyuz Grape Escape Live from Brewing Owl Estate Winery on the Black Sage Bench. Uh, and just down the road, and he'll tell you what kind of bench he's on, is our guest Michael Barche. He's the winemaker and co-owner of Barche Brothers Vineyard, and he's brought along winemaker Riley Hollenbach with him. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank Especially you, you Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we know Michael well. We don't know you. <laughs> How are you, Michael? I'm taken down a notch, but, uh. otherwise, <laughs> but otherwise spectacular. Good to see you. You need a you need a winemaker now. You finally come to the. You succumbed. We we finally have a decent winemaker. Yeah, yeah way to go. <laughs> One, one correction, I am no longer the winemaker owner. I'm just one of the owners. Okay, I love that. <laughs> and uh, tractor driver, Riley runs the show now. Okay, so we're looking for a big improvement. Is that what, what's happening here? Quantum leap. I'm kidding. Uh, well, Riley, it's great to meet you. Uh, nice to work with a guy like Michael. I think he's probably a pretty easy guy to work with. Uh, very easy. You know, it's, uh, it's a good experience for me to, uh, you know, continue my journey from... Uh, yeah. You know, started Red Rooster, uh, spent a year at Wild Goose, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy here at uh, Barche and, and learning yeah. a, a few things from the Little Dog. So. Well, yeah. Little, <laughs> oh, boy, that's another new name we can use now, Little Dog. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, nice of you to mention Wild Goose because the purity of their wines is a lot of, I think, of what Michael's goal has always been to make pretty pure wines. Over at Barche Brothers, he's looking at me Ab- strangely, no, but no, absolutely, no. That, I'm looking at you intently because you're, yeah. you've, you've nailed it. Um, they're a fantastic reference, point. and not easy to do. No, to make pure wines, to make wines that talk about where they come from. Why is that so important to people like us? Well, well I'll tell you why. Um, because wine should be something. Well, if it's not um, something special, something rare, something mm-hmm. precious, mm-hmm. which which in wine comes from a place then it's just a commodity and of course commodities are bought and sold at the you know at the lowest price at whatever there's no story behind them there's no joy behind them yeah um you know wines that taste like a place you know provided that place is delicious that's special and and you know here in the okanagan we have a very unique position you know 49 degrees latitude semi-arid desert um glacial till you know 10,000 year old geology that we're farming in which is of course very young mm-hmm. this this um, this conspiracy of variables does not exist anywhere on the planet so what we have is is very rare very precious and fortunately very delicious and it's the kind of place where you can actually grow Gruner Veltliner besides somebody who grows Chardonnay <laughs> or Cabernet <laughs> Which is even more special, I think. It is. Well, you, you brought a bottle, Riley. I'm going to ask Riley to talk to me about the the Gruner Veltliner. 
Uh, sure. You know what? I was uh, very excited to hear we were going to get some in. It's it's one of those wines that um, you know always heard about, but never had uh, the opportunity to work with. So, yeah. of course, I was very interested. I believe this comes from the Coldstream area. And the Coldstream area, which yeah. is where? Vernon. For our listeners who don't know. Vernon, way yeah. up north of us, the yeah. other end of Okanagan Lake. So it's cold. Yeah. Like the stream, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gruner Valdliner, obviously a, a wine that's had a lot of success in Austria. Uh, what, what would you say? How would you describe this wine to our listeners, Riley? Uh, for me, I mean, the, the first thing you get right off the nose, I find, is it's very field apple. I mean, it's a very clean wine. Mm-hmm. You know, very high acidity. In fact, we, we had to almost balance it out a little bit with, uh, you know, a little bit of mouthfeel there to it to, to round it out. But um, all in all, I'm very happy with it, and you know, I'm, I'm really hoping to uh, get it again next year. Which it's coming in. It's coming in. Perfect. It's too mineral, too stony. I, I don't think this is, <laughs> this has got no future. Well, you know what? <laughs> I I love Grüner from Austria. Yeah. And when an, a friend of mine was growing this, planted it, and said, "Yeah, I have some this fruit available for my vineyard." We leapt on it. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. So, will you try and make it now regularly, or? That's the plan. Yeah. Yep, your your winemaking your winemaker is asking you please bring some more in. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I really enjoy working with this, and uh, it's delicious. You know, the balance is really nice. Good, like you've got that 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 apple, the freshness, but you have the acidity, but it's not searing, so it's just right. It, it's easy. I think people are going to like this. I would love to take credit for it, but <laughs> but you're not the winemaker anymore. <laughs> it's tough hearing that, isn't and, it, and, Michael? And everybody's the better off for it, actually, <laughs> including your marriage, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, well, we've been talking about acidity. It's a key to sparkling wine, and now all of a sudden we see something in front of us that I have never seen before. Barche Brothers Brut. Yes. Let's oh, talk about that. Why, why are we? What, what, this is new, no? It is new. So this this is our first disgorging of of, of a sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Um, this came from a 2019 vintage, and um, we've decided not to call it a vintage wine, uh, but it is from this particular disgorging is from the 2019 right. vintage. Is that because it's, you'll blend older fruit in or reserve? This, this is the long-term plan. Yeah, yeah precisely. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, I like uh, that. Um, it's uh, 100% Chardonnay, and we'll continue to do that. Um, you know, the subsequent vintages have been 100% Chardonnay. Okay. And, now I'm really excited. <clears throat> yeah. A multi-vintage blend of Chardonnay <laughs> from Barche Brothers. Wow. So. Let's give it a go. We'll give was it, a, it Was it fun to make? Easy to make? Or. Um, you know, it's probably one of the easier wines to uh, do the primary fermentation on, just because it is, you are picking a little bit early, so it's yeah. uh, it's very easy, but, um, you know, we're kind of learning the, the first time we did the uh, the tarage step on this, and the, <laughs> the, the disgorging, um, you know, if you don't have the proper equipment, it can be quite labor-intensive. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to be a, a part of a, a sparkling program. I mean, this is something that's new for me. But, um, you know, you, you look at the Okanagan Valley as a whole, and I, I think the Okanagan is, is very well suited to produce sparkling. Where does the fruit come from? Our vineyard. Right on the, yeah. on the site. Yeah. On the middle bench? No. The depends who you ask. But there is a DVA in, in the works, which um, tentatively is Black Sage Bench. Mm-hmm. 
could be Black Sage Bench, Black Sage Terraces, but but something like that. Terraces, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's We're, pretty impressive. I like the yeasty character up front, the reductive character in it. Good. And it's it's. Uh, so how long has it been Entourage? Did I, did I miss that? It was Entourage uh, not quite two years. On the yeast, folks, in the bottle for yeah, 24 yeah. months. And will that be the, will you try to extend that, or is that, do you think that's the max for... Yeah, I'll style. let you know in a few years. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm kind of partial to 60 months, but, uh, you know, bankers are not. I, I think what we will end up doing is pulling aside some portions of it, mm. which will allow to age, you know, and, and that will be a, a vintage-dated mm. brute or something like that. A lot, of, a lot of hype about 2020, Riley. What do you think about the 2020 wines in general and the fruit that, you know, has been passing around? Oh, 2020. God, that was such a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still going over 2021 right now. Yeah, I'm well, so young. <laughs> a lot of angst over 2021 on some people, not on others. We've had some wonderful wines today either way. I mean, vintages change. I don't see any big deal about vintages in some ways. I mean, I think it's important to know what they are, but vintages change every year. Yeah, we're we're very lucky in the Okanagan that the the vintages don't change that much. I mean, there are some happy changes, but uh, 2020 was a good vintage. It was a, it was a spectacular vintage. Marlon and I have talked about that many times. Like we, you couldn't screw it up. Mm. Well, you didn't screw up this brute. Well yeah. done. You approve? Yeah, and can we buy it now? And what are we going to pay for it? At the wine, uh, it's, it's uh, we did 80 or 90 cases to begin with. It's at the okay. wine shop. Actually, I think this is only for the wine club members. Now, how's that for a plug? That's a great <laughs> plug. Yeah, join the wine club but at Barche Brothers. Yeah, there will eventually be more coming out, but um, it, it's thirty-five dollars, I think, thirty-four dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, go to barchebros.com. Okay, that's the best way to find these wines. Riley, you'll get into not knowing the price of wine <laughs> as you become a full-blown winemaker, because that's a specialty of winemakers. Never knowing the cost of their wine. It's a job requirement. You have to be aloof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks for joining us today. Two lovely wines, the Gruner Veltliner and the Barche Brothers Brut. Sparkling wine, new that you can only get at the winery. Tony, thank you very much for see having us. See you both soon. Yeah, yeah I'll come by much. and see you. Uh, that was Michael Barche's. He is the uh, co-owner of Barche Brothers Vineyard and Winery. Winemaker Riley Hollenbach uh, is... Uh, at the throne, I guess, in charge of all the tools in the back of the house. Way to go. Up next on the Oliver Osoyas Grape Escape, Carolyn Schaller joins us from Rainmaker Wines. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature. Liver Farms terroir-focused small-lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club and receive delivery of award-winning wines and new releases in spring and fall, plus early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. Visit them this spring to taste in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuias. Discover more at liverfarm.com. Simply great wines. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. 
The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. Claude de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Claude de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the city and relax in the beautiful South Okanagan. Get outside and enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region. You'll find over 180 of BC's finest wineries. From the Naramata Bench to Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to Oliver Asuyus Wine Country. But before you go, make sure to check the website for updates on weather, highways, health advisories, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitsouthokanagan.com. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Now, back to Burrowing Owl Estate Winery and the Grape Escape. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Welcome to our uh, roadshow. We're in the Oliver Soyuz region. It's our Grape Escape Live from Brewing Owl State Winery on the Black Sage Bench. And our next guest, uh, well-known to many of our listeners, Caroline Schaller. She's a winemaker at Rainmaker Wines, just about five minutes north of Burrowing Owl. An easy uh, an easy drive yes. down. Caroline, welcome easy. to the show. Hi, thank People you. People will know you from Asoyas La Rose. Yep. So you, you were consulting at Rainmaker last year? Or a little bit, Tell us yeah. a little bit how you transitioned over there. Uh, well, I was helping Rainmaker last year a little bit uh, mm-hmm. with some consulting, and I moved there in January okay. to start full time and to do my own harvest next next one, twenty twenty two. Yep. And Rainmaker people will know the people behind Rainmaker because yep. they were from Church and State. Yeah. So exactly. Kim Pullen, his yep. son John. John Pullen. Yeah. Yeah, and they built a uh, winery. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a nice, striking-looking winery. It's a nice-looking winery, exactly. Yeah. It's a showroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have so many questions, but let's start with Rainmaker. What, okay. what will it be? What it, like? What's the focus? What What are you going to make there? Well, focus is uh, um, boutique volume, yeah. uh, very high quality, a uh, lot of reds, a lot of whites, so I'm very excited to be back in white making as okay. well. Okay. Uh, we have some Viognier, Roussan, Chardonnay, and then uh, some Syrah. Very exciting to Syrah, have uh, okay. Syrah over there, yeah. Yeah, to work with Syrah. Right. All the Bordeaux blend grapes as well. Wow, so, you're going to be busy there then. 
Yeah, it's 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 quite different because there's a lot of different wines, so yeah. it's a challenge too to work with small volume. So you're going to make a Bordeaux blend with Syrah in it, I bet that that you can't we, do we, in Bordeaux. Yeah, exactly. We talk about it, and I told them they want to do it in Bordeaux, but they can't. So yeah. we can so do we that can here. We can do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's been quite successful with yeah. some people. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice. Syrah is a nice mix. Is it a, is it the Cab Sauv or the Cab Franc or what or the Malbec? What how do you like to mix your Syrah? Um, it depends. I know that it, in Bordeaux blend it goes very well. It brings a little bit of peps, you know, of um, of nice aromas. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, like straight, uh, just Syrah. Yep. And um, we have a blend as well with Malbec. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very interesting. Malbec and Syrah, they have some uh, similitude. Yeah. Uh, but Malbec is stronger and Syrah is a little bit more acidic. So I like to when they blend them together. People I think wouldn't believe that when you say that, really? but, but it's true. Yeah. It is true, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so you brought two wines. I know you didn't make the 2018s, nope. but nope. so you brought a Syrah and a Malbec yep. Syrah. How should yep. we taste them? Which which one should we taste first? Uh, maybe the Syrah first. Uh, okay. Uh, the other one. Yep. <laughs> Syrah. So what do you think about BC Syrah? Did, does it, uh, do you know the Rhone wines well? Like, Does it remind you of that, or how would you characterize uh, them? I, I like Syrah. I think, well, Syrah for me is a diva. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's <laughs> tricky in the vineyard. It yeah. can be hard in the cellar as well. But when it's good, mm-hmm. it's like it's very good. But so, see, even this wine has the perfume. Like yeah. it, it has that style that you don't get in Australia. Yeah. It, it's I a agree. bigger, fatter sort of style wine, a richer wine. Yeah. This, this is already more elegant on the nose. I yeah, love it. very nice. And I like the fact that they have um, different uh, area at Rainmaker. We have some block uh, on Black Sage, and yeah. we also have some block on the other side of the Highway 97. Okay. So different kind of um, yeah. localization, and it helps at the end. Wow, I love that wine. Okay. <laughs> That's the first time I've had that wine. That is a really interesting Syrah right out of the gate. So what, what's it like? Like you'll come over. So will you, you you tweak the wines? Will you change the wines? Will you do something completely different? What's your thoughts about Rainmaker? And uh, what you no, do? I think they they did pretty good so far. So yeah. I I just want to add my touch maybe and yeah. uh, keep going with high quality, mm-hmm. uh, working on some blend, uh, helping in the vineyard as well to focus on high quality. Mm-hmm. So details everywhere. Yeah. But uh, details are important at the end. Yeah. Yep. Have you have you have you learned much here in Canada that is I mean it's quite a different place to make wine or or do you feel like you you have what you need or well, how does that work We learn like every day I've learned how to deal with the snow here <laughs> <laughs> Okay uh, you're evading my question a bit yeah the snow okay No no but yeah. even the the heat yeah. You know, last year we had a lot of heat, yeah. and uh, in June when it happens, I was thinking the vines won't make it until the end of the harvest. Yeah, and but they did. They did. Yeah. So yeah, like. Well, I, I should say I, I'm a big fan of French people making wine outside of France. Okay. Like I've had a lot of success tasting those wines because I think they have a certain sensibility, but. They don't get quite the ripeness that you can get, say, in Argentina or Canada yeah. or Napa. But they don't. They they don't take all the ripeness, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. They they make that nice mix. So, like this wine is a good reminder for me I, I because think it's of a, yeah, it's the perfume and the elegance on the nose, and yet it's ripe. There's yeah. no greenness in the wine, so yeah. so it's nice. 
Okay, love it. What about the Malbec Syrah? Let's go. And what what was the mix in that? Uh, it's uh, roughly six, sixty-five mal- uh, Malbec, so yeah. more Malbec, yeah. and thirty-five uh, Syrah. What do you think about Malbec? I mean, it, it's almost disappeared in Bordeaux in some ways. Yeah, I'm really uh, fan of Cahors. Yeah, uh, it's part of my favorite wine, so okay. it's Malbec. Yeah, uh, but very um, like with more tannins than here. Yeah. Here it's very flavory. Yeah. So I think it comes from the soil. Like it's more savory here too, yeah. I think. Eh? Yeah. So I, I, I like that. It's 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 kind of in the Argentine mold, like the high altitude desert yep. sort of mold, but yeah. so the combination with Syrah what, what Malbec brings what, Syrah brings what? Well they think? both bring the flavor like peppery and very raspberry. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the Malbec brings the little bit more of the structure. Yep. Yeah, the long-lasting. And Syrah brings a little bit more of uh, peps at the beginning of the, the mouse. Yeah. Okay, so people drive along he- here on the Black Sage Bench. They see Burrowing Owl. Yep. They see Phantom Creek. Yeah. And they see your winery now, yep. Rainmaker. W- what's going on at Wayman? They pull in. What what kind of hospitality? What How does it s- set up there for the season? Uh, so we are open now f- uh, Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but we have a simulator car, a racing car in the cellar. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fun. I haven't. Well, you're telling people across <laughs> British Columbia, a simulated... Uh, yeah. What, so you get in the car and you're uh, like an F1 driver or exactly. something? Exactly. So we gonna have some event around that oh wow you know it's a high performance car so we want to bring the link with the wine as okay, well okay i'm coming over to crash for sure <laughs> okay. <laughs> have okay. you been driving it not yet okay uh okay so and do people can they just walk in do they need a reservation how does that work um they can just walk in uh, we, if, if it's a lot of people, it's better for them to do reservation. But yeah, uh, yeah they can just come in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Caroline, it's fantastic to catch up with you. Yeah. Rain, Rainmaker. So that's a that's a deal maker, right? Yeah, a, that's a, a deal maker. A, a yeah. lawyer who makes deals. And anybody can be a rainmaker. I yeah. mean, if you promote BC wine and do nice stuff for BC yeah. wine, you are a rainmaker for BC wine. You know, secretly people call me the rainmaker because when I come here, it always rains. Oh, no, that's not <laughs> the same one. <laughs> but it's good, too. So, yeah. yeah. So great to see you. Okay, I'm, thank I'm you. I'm so happy you're making wine in BC. You're staying here. I do. Yeah. 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 Something happened, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you you cut the you cut the cord with France for so you're gonna have a, a new life here I think yeah I think so yeah I yeah. enjoy it here super can't wait to try your wine so okay Rainmaker folks if you haven't been in that new winery on the Black Sage Bench check it out uh, and it's, you're between La Viewpin and uh, uh, Phantom Creek I guess yep. yeah and exactly. Barchier you're yep. all on the same road yeah we are great lineup of wineries okay thanks so much thank you very much. Uh, Caroline Scheller, she's the winemaker at Rainmaker. Up next, we're joined by Mike Dahl. He's the owner of Liber Farms. He's got a new story here in the South Okanagan as well as from his original site in the Similkameen Valley. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. As someone who is starting or adding to their wine or spirits collection, you recognize your choice of a reputable supplier is paramount. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers buyers a safe, inexpensive way to initiate or enhance their collections. 
They're experts in the field, and all of their offerings are meticulously sourced from private sellers across Canada. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you'll learn to fall in love with winter all over again. Enjoy mountain adventures. Visit almost 100 wineries, craft breweries, cideries, and distilleries, and experience world-class locally sourced restaurants. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing winter getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for updates on weather, highways, health advisories, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. BC Food and Wine Radio wants you to join them at the 43rd Vancouver International Wine Festival, May 16th to 22nd. For a free International Festival tasting ticket worth up to $129, book a downtown hotel via stayvancouverhotels.com by May 6th. Details are at vanwinefest.ca. Limited supply, so book now. Come see Anthony Giswandi talking with fine stars in the tasting room at the Vancouver International Wine Festival, May 16th to 22nd. Don't wine and drive. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature. A bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name. Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Now, back to BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Burwing Owl Estate Winery. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, it's our South Okanagan Grape Escape. Uh, we're live at Burwing Owl Estate Winery. Our next guest uh, is just down the road. Uh, Mike Dow is the owner of Liber Farm and Winery. Mike, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Uh, thanks to uh, thanks for coming by and uh, bringing a couple of wines that we're going to talk about. Let's start with Liber. Uh, I know we've been talking a bit about it. You uh, began life in the Smilkameen. Yep, yep. And you're still there. Yep. Uh, but you now have a, a, a storefront or a winery front right on uh, on Highway 97 here in the South Okanagan. Yeah. And and some acreage too. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, on that uh, property there. We got about four acres plantable, so we are planting that this spring, or hopefully within about four weeks. And then we also uh, um, were able to secure a long-term lease uh, about two minutes from the U.S. border. We call it the Little Mountain Vineyard, and uh, there we are growing uh, some older Cap Franc, and we've planted another four acres there, and we're planning to plant another two acres this spring. Oh wow! Like, are you in sight of the cameras at the border? Or? <laughs> Well, it was funny, actually, when, one of the times one of our workers went there, they got approached by a border crossing uh, police person. But, uh, yeah. I uh, love it. I love it. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, so <clears throat> it was important, though, for you to get more exposure, I think. Right? With the, I mean, you were in the smoking, you had a great site down by the river, but people are not stopping or driving by or not sure. Yeah, we were kind of on a tough turn, and uh, the highway just wasn't kind to us there in the sense of getting access to it as well as we're kind of off the beaten path, as we call it. And, yeah. Um, another thing too our kids just started growing and, and our family was growing and that we just didn't feel that we could kind of I guess 
get the house up to where we wanted to be. So this property uh, kind of gave us the best of uh, both worlds on that. So, yeah. Yeah. So now, today, this summer, this spring, this summer, people can just drop by and they can taste all the wines uh, in the South Okanagan. Yeah, yeah, all our Smilkmean wines and our South Okanagan wines. So that's one of the, I guess, the attractions to it, too, is um, now, you know, we get to play with fruit from both valleys, and yeah. uh, they both bring out definitely different, uh, you know, highlights then, and then just kind of, you know, really allow us to uh, hone our skills and uh, create some really, really great yeah. wines. So you're on 97, you're like, I don't know, a couple minutes north of the town of uh, Soyuz. Yep. And uh, uh, I don't know, who's across, like, it's is it... The, yeah, if you do the, the next road to your right, or? yeah, you're, you're heading to La Stella. So, yeah. yeah, so nice company to have there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So uh, today we're going to talk about a couple of wines. Mm-hmm. How do you want to start? Which one do you want to start with? Well, we'll start with the uh, the Pinot Noir. Okay. Uh, it's our first uh, attempt at making a Pinot Noir 2020. Yeah. So um, It's got a Rebel label, so yes, that's yeah. your, your top label. Yeah, we decided to kind of change, so Rebel is, a, you know, simply liber backwards we just kind of were coming up with an idea on it so um so our library or sorry our rebel line is going to be definitely single varietals and kind of that elevated uh feel and flavor and and just a really really elegant wine uh, all right who came up with that like was it just a late <laughs> night thing or did you just it was kind just of a look at g- your name and you came up with that? well it's actually my wife she's she, yeah so we were always playing around with with marketing ideas and she just came up with you know if, if we do Library backwards, it's, it's we can call it Rebel. I said, yeah, why not? So that's what we that's what we kind of oh came along God, with. I so. want to meet that woman. That, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Way to go! So yeah. so twenty twenty, really a great vintage mm-hmm. uh, in the Okanagan. And where does the fruit come from? Uh, this is the Smilkmean. So we got this from a, a vineyard very close to our Smilkmean property. It, okay. it's since is sold, so we knew that at some point that fruit would probably not be ours anymore. So we, it also prompted us to uh, to plant three acres of Pinot Noir on our home property. So yeah. 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 Well, people love Pinot, uh, and I love the 2020 vintage. So yeah. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it, again, for us, it's all about balancing the wines, and, and we're getting ready to pick. You know, really making sure we're ripe, and um, and just uh, minimal intervention. All our winemaking practices are organic, and uh, so we just really try to let the fruit shine through, and and let the wine speak for itself. You're somewhat new to wine, uh, wine making, wine growing. Why did you make the jump? Like, wh- why did you choose wine? Or uh, I guess it's just the romantic side of it. I guess kind of just caught me, uh, got me, uh, got me at first, and uh, and then just going through the whole process. And and I think something that uh, I still enjoy is just learning. Like every vintage is different. Yeah. Every year is different. Um, and to us, that's that's the most rewarding part, and, and uh, a lot of it starts in the vineyard, and then we finish it in the cellar, and it's just it's so fun to kind of, again, play with grapes from different valleys and, and just see the wine progress from start to finish every year. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to move on to the Cab Franc. Now, the, 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 uh, the property on 97, so you have a tasting room there now, mm-hmm. so people can pull in, and do they need a reso, or how, do, how does it work with you uh, we prefer a rezzo, but yeah. we also have enough space with our outdoor patio that we can accommodate walk-ins. Yeah. Um, uh, so right now we can we can handle about fifty people uh, to sixty people outside. Oh wow! That's yeah. Good. So part of our part of our plan too is uh, you know this this summer you know definitely people maybe want to we, we're going to call it rent the tent 
and uh, they can come and use the wine garden for events or whatnot if they have a reception or something like that. So yeah. really, rent a tent. Rent a tent. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> so yeah, and then we're planning also to build a uh, secondary indoor tasting area that can accommodate maybe ten to fifteen more people, and we have a smaller one that can accommodate about eight right now. Hmm. And uh, and then at some point we're probably going to either build a. I'm hoping a new winery on the on the kind of the, the pad there that we yeah. have laid out. So. Rents a tent. Well, you're going to be in trouble with the people that are trying to get a, a, a provincial park. Uh, they'll be setting up a tent in your place, I think. That would be a good start. Yeah. Okay, Cabernet Sauvignon. No, or Cabernet Franc. Cabernet Franc, yeah. 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 So, so this so is from our... Um, our let, let Me Be Frank yeah, is be the Franc. name of this wine. Yeah. Franc, yeah. Yeah, we, it started off as Can I Be Franc, and then we changed it to Let Me Be Franc. So it's, it's one of our top sellers. People probably really, really enjoy it. Um, we do treat it similar to our Pinot... Uh, in terms of our fermentation times, oh, uh, like we, we do ferment it at a higher temperature but in longer maceration. And then, yeah. um, but we really want to try to let the fruit uh, shine through on this wine as well. So we don't really over oak it. And typically, our oaking process is about 10 months. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, you can taste that in the wine. How, how would you describe Franc versus Cabernet Sauvignon? Like, the, it's a different animal, right? Oh, it's 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's, Cabernet Sav is, is just, and we're, we plant, that's why we planted it. We, we enjoy it. Um, it's just such a big uh, wine in the yeah, sense of the tannic. Yeah, muscular and Yeah, and very tannic. So you have yeah. to really, you know, your oaking program has to be a lot different uh, in our estimation. And uh, you just got to be a lot, very careful. And you usually have to, you know, oak for a longer time with a little more newer French oak. Yeah. I love, there's always a freshness in Cabernet Franc, but this one is totally ripe, right? Like in, in, you know, the Ontario version is a different sort of herbaceous, more of a Loire style. Yeah. We we seem to make a better, for me, I, I appreciate the ripeness of our Franc in, in uh, you know, in the South Okanagan. They, they do a great job. Really well done. 2020, great vintage. Yes, yeah. This, yeah. this wine, seven to ten years before we even worry about it. Correct, yeah. yeah. And under screw cap as well, which is kind of nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, so uh, the Rebel lineup, you brought the Pinot Noir there. I want to talk about the Chardonnay. Okay. The current release now is 20... 21 or 20? Uh, the, the unoaked will be 2021. We're, just, right. we're actually bottling it on Monday. Yeah. Next Monday. And then we're going to be uh, rolling out to 2018. And then what's going to happen, the Grand Estate Reserve is going to morph into the Rebel line in 2019. Okay. We'll start to see the Rebel of the of the bigger style Chardonnay, you're as making, well as the Merlot yeah. and the Cap Franc. We'll all I, you're making really good Chardonnay. In fact, this is the first wine that attracted me to live performance with that Chardonnay. Uh, I don't know. Are you a big fan? or? Oh, no, we are. And, and, and that's part of the reason we thought that having the Pinot block beside the Chardonnay block made so much sense because um, we feel the Chardonnay just thrives in that area. So mm-hmm. um, having the Pinot right beside it, a um, little more river frontage too. So it's going to be a little cooler for it, I think, is going to really yeah. allow it to really shine. Yeah. So there, there's no visiting now in Similkameen, or yeah, no, it's just strictly just as, it's just strictly important our people like yeah. like me and yeah. whatever, Maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come look at milk cartons and uh. yeah, well, we had a nice chat yesterday in line. I mean, you, you don't want to you don't want to die making wine. I kind of <laughs> like that. You you got a plan? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think we've uh, we've secured the services of uh, of somebody that uh, I think is going to you know let us kind of grow. 
as we need to grow as well as let uh, you know some me and my wife yeah, maybe, take some of the load yeah step away from it and spend some time with our children and see them grow and uh, hopefully just you know get a little time on our hands but uh, very sensible well we hope we'll see I, mm-hmm. I know we're both very you know we like to always be doing something and I think we will be but uh, at yeah. the same time it'd be nice to be able to see you know if we want to take a day off we could so yeah yeah I wish I had a thought of that <laughs> well, a long time ago you're doing uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. But, you know, I think it's really admirable the people trying to have a, a real life as well as making wine in that. Well, it's, it's a great life, but in some ways it's hard work. Well, the past two years, too, we've seen some, some really big icons, I think, of this area, you know, unfortunately pass away. So I think yeah, uh, it's time. You have, to, you have to address that. So this is the time. Liber Farm and Winery. We've been tasting Let Me Be Franc 2020 and the Rebel 2020 Pinot Noir, both available online. Uh, uh, the 2020 is a or, is a pre-release. I just yeah. wanted you to try the Okanagan Valley style. So, uh, okay. But the uh, the Rebel is part of our wine club right now. Yeah. yeah. So join the wine club. Exactly, yeah. Okay. If you want the Rebel Pinot Mike, Noir. Thanks so much. <laughs> Great to see you. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Mike Dowell, he's the uh, owner of Liber Farm and Winery, co-owner of the winery, I assume, uh, with the boss. Uh, thanks so much for sharing your wines and your philosophy with us today on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. That's it for today's show, folks. Special thanks to our 2022 South Okanagan Oliver Soyuz Grape Escape host, the Weiss family, and the entire team here at Burrowing Owl Estate Winery. We've really enjoyed our time on site. Big thanks to our producer, Mike Whittingham. Thank you, Michael. Our assignment producer, Sherry Caleb, and our director of operations, Stu Ferguson. And back home in the home, BNN 1410 Studios, Mr. Dwayne Bishop. Next week, our conversation continues here at Brewing Owl. Don't miss that show. We'll be back then. Until then, I'm Anthony Gismondi. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. 